The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and from coast to coast, we've got you covered with everything, talking about money, sex, beauty, and love, and today, Linda, we're going to talk about fitness, which is one of my favorite, favorite things to talk about, one of my favorite things to do, and we're going to bring on my Krav Maga instructor uh, to talk to us about it, and for those of you that don't know what Krav Maga is, it's a competitive tactical martial arts system, which just makes me sound really cool, doesn't it, Linda? Well. Well, to be honest with you, up until you uh, brought on this guest, I had never heard of it before. Really? No. Oh, well, you know what? I didn't either. And um, I mean, I obviously knew up until going to the class, but um, one of the women in my town uh, came to me and said, San, you know, I know you're going to yoga and you're going to Zumba. And those are really great things for certain parts of my life, but they really didn't cut it for other parts of it. And she said, you should come try this out. And if you had asked me, would I start studying martial arts at the age of 38, I would have laughed you off your rock. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, whatever works for you. I mean, that's why it's so great because we have so many choices when it comes to our fitness that we just choose the one that, you know, that makes you feel the best. Absolutely. And Linda, what do you do as part of your workout? I'm curious. Um, I do, I do, uh, I do a little of everything. I do cardio because I think we all need cardio. Um, I do weight lifting because when I say weightlifting, it makes me sound like I'm in competitive. But you're know, lifting weights because it's it's really good for women, especially women that um, you know from the middle 40s on, because you lose bone density and you want to keep that strong. So uh, lifting really does help you. And then I do stretching because we need to stay flexible. So it's a combination of all three um, that I think you know work the best. I agree, you know, and I, it's funny that you talk about the stretching part of it because I have, uh, this teacher that works with my son and this lady has got to be in her sixties. And if you watch her walk from a distance, she moves like a 20 year old, you know, her, her limbs are lithe and fluid and her, um, you know, just the way she walks and the way she carries herself is, is 50 years younger, you know, or 40 years younger than she is. And I asked her what her secret is because I thought, oh gosh, she's got to be, you know, this big yoga person, you know, go to all these different classes. And she said she just does simple stretches in the morning and then be 
before she goes to bed to keep her joints supple and limber. And I asked her, like, you know, were you once a ballet dancer? She's like, nope, just simple stretching um, once or twice a day. And it really, really makes a difference. No, it does, um, because anything that you don't use, you, you know, you kind of abuse, and um, it, it tightens up, and you really want to stay flexible. That's really, uh, exercise is the fountain of youth, and whether we like it or not, um, it isn't even a choice. We just have to do it. That's right. And I love that you say it that way. I mean, because there are certain things that I love, like I love to walk, I love to hike, but I'm not always in the position, you know, that I can do that. You know, sometimes I have the kids and they don't want to go or it's, you know, a thousand degrees out or 20 degrees out. Um, And trying to find just a workout that you love is really challenging. And I think if we can change our mindsets today to saying it's as necessary as eating and bathing and breathing, because I really don't have a problem getting a manicure and pedicure every two weeks but (laughs) (laughs) well yeah there you're just sitting and you're relaxing and you're not sweating to death and you're not really challenging yourself you're just enjoying it um you know, I, as I said, I don't like exercise particularly. It's not my favorite thing in the world to do, but I do it anyway, and I've probably been doing it for the last, boy, almost 30 years because it works. It does work, and I've seen you in person, and you look fabulous, and you oh. walk fit and toned and healthy, and I I think that's so important, Linda. Um, I had lunch last week with a friend of mine who's 81, and he is still very active in his business. He's a literary agent, and it was so funny because he was telling me about his identical twin brother. Now, granted, they're both 81 years old, and uh, the guy, we'll just call him Peter, Peter, who I had lunch with, he does does yoga three times a week. He walks in the park. He swims. He really watches what he eats. He, he told me he eats less than 20% like meat and animal proteins. He is the picture of health and he walks and talks and, you know, is vibrant. Then I met his twin brother and his twin brother lives a very sedentary lifestyle. He doesn't work out. He looks every bit 81. And yeah. Uh, it was just amazing to me to see these identical twins standing side by side going, wow, there is a perfect example of what we do with our body and what we put in our body really, really does affect the output. No, absolutely. And, you know, say, well, some people say, well, I have good genes. I don't have to do that. But the, I think that the genes may pay 20% of, of the 20% of the puzzle, but lifestyle is 80%. So you can have, like you said, twins that are, you know, practically, I'm sure their genetics are, you know, the same, right? Identical, absolutely, and so, identical twins. Yeah, and, and it's, it's lifestyle, it's, it's how you choose to treat your body. And, and you know, <laughs> our body, I mean, this is what we're living in while we're here on this earth. So, you know, why, why, why would we choose to abuse it? So, but so many people do, and it's, a, it's an epidemic now with all of the uh diseases and i think last week you know losing uh, james uh gaffaltine that it 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 shocked a lot of people because he was 51 years old and he was such a you know full of life guy and you know he just dropped dead of a heart attack and um it was very very sad they're having the funeral here in New York on Thursday um, at St. John the Divine, and I'm, that place is going to be packed because no matter who you know who who talked about him after after he died, whether it was just the guy on the street that 
that that said that, you know, he met him and he was nothing but a gentleman all the time, you know, quiet and gentle, nothing like Tony Soprano, <laughs> to, you know, to the people on the show and other actors. I mean, you only heard just such glowing... what um you know what we can do uh to extend our lives and to live happier healthier lives because the thing that i'm watching linda out here in california is i'm seeing the kids that are playing the video games and i go to our elementary school and there's so many and i'm just going to say it so many fat kids and i take them hiking with me i take them walking with me and they can't keep up and they sit all day then they play video games and watch tv and i watch what my kids peers are eating and you know everything comes out of a box or a carton or a package and we've gotten so far away um from you know what we're supposed to do as just natural animals and i when it comes from the family i mean all these processed foods i mean and chances are if the if the kids are fat the parents are fat true True. You know, because when you, you go out and you see that, um, and I notice that if you have a fat, if a fat mom and dad usually have fat kids because they're just not eating right. Right, or they're eating too much, or they're eating, you know, wrong a combination. Yeah. The, yeah, the wrong foods and the, um, you know, and I've struggled with my weight over the years. I've gone up and down, you know, as my life has changed, and it gets a lot harder after you have kids. It's funny, one of my friends told me, Linda, a couple of weeks ago, I want to rip his head off, because he's like, well, Sam, you just need to get on the treadmill, and you just need to, you know, shut the door and, you know, leave the kids, um, you know, for a couple hours while you get a workout, and I was like, a couple of hours? Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. That's, was, that's a dream. You know, the luxury of having a couple hours to work out. You know, I had that a couple times last year or maybe two years ago. And, uh, you know, where I could actually drive to and from the gym, get a workout in, take a shower after. You know, that whole process is like a two-hour two yes. hour thing. I was and a, it was a two-hour thing for me today. Yes, it is. And it's a luxury. You know, it it's is. a luxury. Yes, but, uh, but I'm amazed when I go there. I mean, I get there at 9 o'clock and because I don't have a schedule uh, to be in the office at 9 o'clock, not anymore in my life. So, um, But I see all these young women there. Um, you know, they've worked out. Now they're having showers and blowing their hair. The place is jammed. So they they were there probably since 7 o'clock in the morning or 6.30 doing their exercises before they before they go to work. That's right. Well, and I've been finding, I get up, I've cleaned out my garage this weekend because last year I did really good working out in my garage because I can, you know, leave the kids for a half hour or 45 minutes out in the garage, you know, where they can come and see me or come get something uh, from me. Um, But you have to fit it in. I guess that's the one thing that, um, you know, I want people to change their mindsets today uh, so that they have um, the idea that, you know, not every workout's going to be fun. Not every workout is just going to be a walk in the park and it's hard to get stuff fit in. But if I can do it as a single mom company owner with two kids and Linda, you can do it living in New York City. Um, it just has to get done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I told you my 89 year old girlfriend, uh goes to the gym twice a week and, and, and works out with my trainer. And if she can't, then she's, well, it, then she's doing stuff at home. Regardless, every morning she gets up and stretches. So, you know, she, because she moves around like crazy. I mean, she makes me look sedentary. 
Because, you know, she just, she's just constantly on the move. So she wants to be able to, to move on her own and, 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 and not have pains and aches. And it's working. So, you know, you're never too old. No, you're not. And I will tell you, the more fit I get, the easier it is for me to drag the laundry upstairs, to clean the pool, to absolutely mow the yard, take the kids upstairs. And I love that what I'm teaching them is not only to eat properly, but how to care for my body. So come back from the break, Linda, we're going to welcome a master Frankie McConnell. And he is going to talk to us about some things that we can do at home. He's going to talk to us about some great stories about women who have studied with him, including yours truly. And we're going to have a lot of fun when we come back from the break. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on Tugginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we're going to talk about martial arts today, not in a way that you've ever experienced them, because I sure didn't. Uh, When I was 38 years old, I decided to study uh, Krav Maga, which is a non-competitive tactical martial arts system developed in Israel, and it was taught by the uh, local karate instructor who is a master in many things. I'm going to introduce you today to Master Frankie McConnell. He 
is a big part of my fitness and he was a big part of my recovery from uh, divorce and domestic violence. So, Master McConnell, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. I'm great. So, let me ask you a little bit about yourself before we get started so our listeners know who we're talking to. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So, what uh, type of martial arts are you an expert in? I'm a, I'm a fifth-degree master in the art of Tang Shido, which is most people know. Well, the kids don't know, but Chuck, the Chuck Norris system. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been a fifth-degree master for about three years. I'll be going for my sixth, my sixth on in two more years. So uh, that's, a, that's my base style is Tang Shido, and then I also do grappling and, and the Krav Maga. I've been doing that for a couple of years. I'm level one and two certified, and I'm working on my level three now. So I'm also going for my black belt in that, and eventually I'll get master in that, hopefully. So how many black belts do you have right now? Right now I just have – I have – Five in Tonsudo, <laughs> and everything else is around blue belt level, which is like an intermediate level. I just think that's I, – I, I, I hate to tease you, but, you know, you're just <laughs> like, well, humbly, I, I have five. You know, I mean, most of us struggle just to get one black belt in a lifetime, um, much <laughs> less five of them. Uh, so I'm really happy that you're here today. Uh, one of the things, Master McConnell, that I found really amazing when I studied Krav Maga with you was the variety of women that took – the class with me, not only did they range in age, but in education level, in physical fitness level, I mean, really anything you can imagine. And you have a great story that you want to share with us today about Maria, who was in my class, who is 62 years old. And uh, so I'm just going to turn the mic over to you to tell that story. Sure. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. There is a, it's, that that's what's special about the Krav Maga classes. It's for all ages and abilities. It doesn't matter if you have experience or whatever. But I'll tell you a little bit about what happened to Maria. She, along with other other ladies, had you know joined our program because Krav Maga is known for. It. Want to learn self defense in. You know that's that's pretty much it. But uh, Maria was okay. Yeah, I want to. I just wanted to lose some weight. She said, and we would do the drills. And okay, this is all good, Frankie. I get I get it. But it you know no one's gonna choke me because I'm just gonna have my gun with me. And you know she lives on her own property. <laughs> well, and she's teeny. She's got exactly be, what five two maybe one hundred and twenty five pounds soaking wet. Exactly. And exactly. And you know, not exactly a terrorist. <laughs> no, not at all, you know. And so, I mean, I get this a lot when I'm showing ladies self-defense. They're like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if I would ever use that or, you know. But especially Maria, it would always go back to, well, you know, I'm going to be on my property or whatever. And she kept saying she was going to be on her property. And um, I get this text one day from uh, her training partner, Rafaela. And they both have properties sim- similar to each other, like five five or so acres. And she said, we're sitting here with the cops. And so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. they're sitting with the cops. What? Okay, what's going on? You got my attention. Well, Maria was attacked. I'm like, uh-oh, what, what's going on? <laughs> so to make a... Uh, you know, the, on with the story, I guess what had happened was there was a guy that had been using some of her, uh, had been using a... Um, a building on her property, and she had went to go confront him, and he attacked her 
going he he tried to uh, push her going down the stairs and she stabilized herself and he came up from behind and he had her in the chokehold and uh she actually pulled to try to get loose and uh it was a little too tight so she she tried a different evasive move maneuver that we do in class and uh she struck him uh close to the groin area and that kind of freaked him out a little bit and uh make a long story short she took him and almost tore his his brand new bike shirt because he's a bicycle rider or whatever but anyway he was in good shape basically he's like 40 something years old and uh he's picking on a 60 year old he had a he had a story to tell afterwards so when the los angeles sheriff's department showed up uh he told the sheriff that she attacked him she knows krav maga <laughs> <laughs> and boy does she oh she does too so so she's my poster girl and every time i go to do you know little uh public events i always bring her with me and she she does she is the show she does the show and she has to tell the same thing and uh you know the drills that we have are just phenomenal and and any anyone can do it and this lady had uh she was a nurse all of her life uh, retired nursing and um you know, she wasn't an athlete, and, um, you know, I took her from, you know, she lost the weight that she wanted, and uh, she's able to defend herself uh, without her gun. Can you, uh, you know, I don't, I didn't know anything about Krav Maga until I started to, to do some research for the show, but can you, I mean, can you actually, is it like the other um, uh, defenses that you can actually flip something, somebody over? You know, uh, you can. There's there's a lot of elements of Krav Maga uh, in the basic course, which is a level one course. Uh, it doesn't have those moves. It's pretty much just a just a, an evasive escape maneuvers and things like that. But as you progress in it, I mean, it's got moves from judo, karate, boxing, jiu-jitsu, uh, some of the stick weapons and things like that. So, you know, it's got a lot of art in there, and it's a fairly new system. It's well, a fairly new system, so uh, it, it's always changing. The, the art is always changing, which makes it kind of cool because, uh, I mean, there are some moves in there from way back, and then there are some new new, new moves that uh, that stay with the times, you know, it, which you have your weapons, defense, and all that all that stuff. That's what actually interested me with the whole Krav Maga. So. How, how, how long had Maria been doing that before she, she encountered this bad guy? You know, that's funny that you asked that. We were just thinking about that earlier today. I think that she had only been training probably about four months. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think about that's four months cool. or so. Oh, well, yeah. you learn fast. I will tell you from somebody yeah. who studied this, um, Linda and, and, and Master McConnell, what I loved about it, it's immediate. Like, you learn the correct way to punch. You learn the correct way to hit. Um, you learn how to go for somebody's weak spots, whether it's, you know, their throat or their groin area or, you know, just learning the proper way to elbow. I grew up with brothers, and we used to wrestle and punch each other all the time, and I was so much smaller than them. If I had had this, I could have cleaned up in my. Oh living yeah, room. they'd be in trouble now. You know it. <laughs> because it's not about it's not about how big you are, and it's not about how strong you are. It's about like leverage and movement, and right. it's. I mean, Master McConnell, what what are the type of skills? There's like street fighting skills, but then it's part wrestling and boxing. I mean. Which you know, basically, it's kind of like this. You have to take you take a situation, which you can apply this to life, and what, that's kind of my my specialty. I I take the martial arts and I apply you know what physically to to my life. 
you know, like, uh, okay, if you have a thread, whether it's, you know, you know, you've got your family and you're walking through the mall parking lot and, you know, uh, three or four thugs come up to you, you know, you got an immediate threat there you have to deal with. And, and, and at school, kids have different things at school and high school. There's crazy stuff going on everywhere. It's, you know, it's, it's the whole thing. It's, uh, it's about balance. It's about knowing your environment. It's about knowing, you know, who your friends are and, you know, who the, who the, I don't know if I can say this, who the crazy friends are that, you know, <laughs> you don't want to hang out with, you know. So, uh, it's just, it's, it's just great in the martial art. That's one thing about the martial arts. It's always fascinating me, and it's always allowed me to help people to to apply that into their own lives. Whether it's losing weight, or you know, you come and take one Krav Maga class of mine, and you walk out and you feel like you can defend yourself. I, I get that all the time. They're like, you know, I walked out of the class and I felt like I could defend myself, and that's that's basically what you want. They come in. And, you know, their lives are changed and they feel like, hey, I, I'm empowered. I can do this, you know. You know, it's I, like nobody, <laughs> excuse me, there's, there's nobody, you know, you until you're in this situation, you don't really know how you're going to react. Exactly. I know up, up here in the Northeast, I mean, I'm, uh, all of a sudden carjackings are becoming like the big thing. Someone will come up behind you and just sort of tap on your bumper. And as you get out of your car to, you know, to to check it out, then, uh-huh. you know, he has an accomplice. He'll, you know, they just jump into the car and drive away with it. So. Right, right. I've heard of, we do carjacking scenarios in Krav Maga, too. So that's, and, that's all part of it, too. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm sh- and I'm sure they want to prey on women because they think that you know they're weaker. Now imagine if if you if you're a woman, you know you go to do your 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 week shopping and and you know and you put your kid in the car and then all of a sudden something happens and they're driving off with your kid or something. Holy mackerel! Yes, right, right, and a lot of that is confidence too. You know, you carry yourself differently when you have confidence. Yeah, you know, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think people can. Uh, I think that these bad guys can smell the ones that. Uh, that they have a better shot at. Right, exactly. They they absolutely can. And, you know, I read things all the time, and you're always reading things that, you know, if uh, you do this and you don't wear a ponytail and you walk with your head up and, you know, you avoid dark places. A lot of it's common sense, too. But, you know, I, I, if women are in martial arts, especially the Krav Maga, they, they're going to be empowered. They're going to they're gonna be more confident. And they can attain the goals that they want, whether it's just, you know, to know a little bit of self-defense or even to lose weight. It makes you feel great, too. Well, it's the sole reason I wear tank tops, because all of the punching, all of the hitting, you know, and the striking really gives you great rounded shoulders. It it tones your arms. I mean, there's not one girl in Krav that doesn't have rocking arms. True. Even Maria, right? <laughs> it does. It gets Absolutely. rid of that little wave when you wave and the under part waves with you. It's it's serious, serious toning. Yeah. Well, I think that you've got to go back and pick this up again. Yeah. I do. I do. I'm going to actually pick us up and take us to commercial break right now. <laughs> uh, we are talking to Master McConnell, who has no less than, I can't remember, five or six black belts, but he's <laughs> teaching us today about Krav Maga. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some of the principles that Krav Maga teaches uh, with respect to um, kind of coordination, humbleness, discipline, and mindset. So you're not going to want to miss this, so come back from the break and Find your local Krav Maga class and sign up. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. 
Little Parents stayed home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togedet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Pinrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpinrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And for those of you that missed the first half of the show, you can pick this show up on iTunes along with our other episodes of Powered Up Talk Radio. You can go to our .com by the same name, PoweredUpTalkRadio.com, or you can go to our host station, Toginet.com, and pick us up from there. Uh, we are visiting today with Master McConnell, and he is a Krav Maga instructor, a Tang Soo Do instructor. And one of the things that I learned with studying uh, Krav Maga with Master McConnell was the change in awareness that happened with role-playing in the um, in the studio. It's really an interesting process. You come in, there's lots of girls or women, and there's mats everywhere, and he puts these giant gloves on your hands and you stand sometimes in a circle master mcconnell this was my favorite thing there were four women one in front one in back one to either side and you either had to punch to the front punch or kick to the side elbow to the back or kick to the back and we would do this for like it seemed like an eternity sometimes (laughs) let's do it for like three minutes at one point you know you're soaking wet you're dripping but what it does is it creates this like 360 degree awareness right. around you that I never had before I went and took your class. Right. That is one of the favorite drills. And there's about seven drills and you change them up and you end up with a couple of hundred drills. 
but they're so awesome and they are just for that too you know your awareness and um and your 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 fighting spirit is basically what it is earlier you said uh something that reminded me of a saying it's not the size of the dog in the fight but the size of the fight in the dog and um that is so true because it it brings out and this reminds me of something else uh, one of my one of the students said one time that someone found their inner dragon it makes it makes you so aware and, and it just empowers you so um and that helps when you're going places you know out in public um i've always been the kind of person especially in martial arts to uh, make eye contact with pretty much everybody I see. I mean, you can tell who's up to no good, who's, you can almost tell the mood they're in. You can read their whole demeanor by looking at their eyes. And um, and I'm very aware, and I teach my family the same thing. Uh, and um, there are just so many things that you can do with the martial arts, but I believe that the awareness training is probably your number one thing that you would start off with in the self-defense, self-defense program. Absolutely. Linda, now, what about you? Like, when you're on the streets of New York, and are you making eye contact with people, like, as you walk, or do you look away? Do you look off in the distance? What do you do when you're walking around the streets of New York? Well, you know, I've been here for many, many years, and I've never had an incident. I walk like I walk at a pace. I walk. I'm. I am aware because in New York, you, you, you have to be aware of of what's around you, and um, I am. So I, I, I look. I, I don't look in the eyes of everyone that's that's passing by. Um, Probably couldn't. There's too many of them. There's too many of them. But I, you know, I. But I do. But I. But I pay attention. Right. I, you know, but sometimes, you know, it's just normal if you're, if you're thinking about something or you get lost in your own thoughts, you're not paying attention. You're not being conscious. My whole thing in life is trying to be as conscious as I can, as much as I can, uh, because that's really important. Uh-huh. See, and I have the opposite problem, Master McConnell. It's like I'm always distracted. It's like either my phone's going off, one of my kids is yelling, I'm trying to get somebody in the car, the ice cream is melting in the back. You know, I just have victims stamped all over me. You know so. what? Sad to say, but that, that is what they look for, you know, <laughs> things yeah. like that. But, um, you know, I've trained one of your boys before, and, you know, he's going to be on the up and up with that, so he's going to look out for mom. Well, and I will tell you, it was the coolest thing to have a, like, mother and son training going on simultaneously because at one point, and this is, like, I thought was really hilarious, I couldn't get him. He was maybe five years old. He'd been studying with you a couple years. I mm-hmm. couldn't get him out of the bathtub. So I got in. It was a big double jacuzzi tub, and I, you know, put my feet down, and I went, and I went to pick him up, you know, kind of by his wrist. I'm like, you uh-huh. need to get out of the tub now. And he did that little flip thing. that you teach with your hands how to break that grip and he like got right out of my grip and he stood up and he's like mom and he went right into fight stance and it was really funny because you know I'm in shorts and a t-shirt he's naked in the bathtub but it was immediate it was immediate reaction and I think that's one of the things too that is the byproduct of studying your martial arts and, and that repetition that we did over and over because it felt sometimes like we were doing the same thing over and over. But it was like, and I don't know if you called it muscle memory. I can't remember what you called yep. it, but yep. we just knew what to do. He went into fight stance. I went into fight stance. And, of course, I had to say, like, wait till your grandpa gets home, you know, to solve it because we're yeah, not going right. to fight in the tub. But it was immediate for both of us, and it was really great. 
It is. And, you know, it is exactly muscle memory. That's that's what I call it. And uh, I see I see that a lot with the kids, and I hear their parents tell me, hey, you know, I've, I was watching my two kids playing around, and they're out there wrestling, and they, they can see the moves coming out in them. And it's, it's an important thing to do at any age. And uh, I think that people should train, you know, uh, currently, uh, you know, you can, you can remember things if you, if you're, if you're not, you know, active, you can remember things, but there's so much more available for you in, as, when you're actively training in the martial arts. Well, and it did a lot more than I ever thought it would be. I mean, just not only changing the mindset from kind of being oblivious, which I am a lot, to like attacking and defending and awareness, um, it did teach me a lot of discipline. But one of the things that I never expected to happen um, in the class was the release of all this anger and frustration. And, you know, Linda and I talked a little bit about this earlier um, in earlier episodes about how good exercise feels when you can release some of this stuff but if you're really frustrated like for me yoga just didn't cut it i was mad and uh-huh. going to krav maga was like throwing a tantrum uh-huh uh-huh because you punch you kick you yell you know you vocalize yeah. and do you find with women i know with me i cried all over your mats <laughs> for a whole year um, but do you find that that's pretty common that women like as you train women it brings stuff up and they're able to release it no it does and 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 it's about you know those endorphins you get out there and you're doing it's an extreme exercise you're punching and your your adrenaline is going and you're you're getting you're doing high intensity exercise. It's different than you know just walking into the gym and climbing on a bicycle and throwing your legs across the seat and pedaling for about half an hour. You can do more workout in in a martial arts class in 15 minutes than you can in two hours at at a gym. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean I get that a lot with the ladies, and you know I'm I never would have guessed that the ladies are the ones you have to watch out for because they really give it their all and they're so good at taking instruction too they want it they want to learn they want to do it they're bigger than than women and i i don't i don't want to go to the ground with a guy i want to do this you know so they they understand they don't come in with the egos like oh i did this you know back then or whatever you know so they're just totally different students than the than the male students are. Well, and it's hard when I would spar with some of these women. Like I think of Dawn. Nobody wanted to be Dawn's partner because Dawn was so <laughs> strong. She could kick any of us across the room. Um, <laughs> But what I noticed was that with some of the men, uh, Master McConnell, that some of them would kick you until your arm sockets ripped out. And the other ones were terrified to kick at all. And it was so interesting to me about the psychology of men and women because we're in here all trying to study this martial art um, practice and get better and get stronger. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was interesting to me that you could be the littlest guy or the biggest guy, the littlest girl or the biggest girl, and we all still could compete. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that, you know, I've had a lot of people say the same thing about our, about our lady, uh, our lady Dawn. She is an awesome athlete. Uh, and, uh, you know, I had to put her only with the guys. And the guys were like, how's Dawn doing? I'm like, Dawn's doing great. You know, so she made an impression with people. And, 
Yeah. And she's the nicest person. She's like the first one to help. She was volunteer of the year at our elementary school. She couldn't be nicer, but my God, she could kick like, I don't know. I've never been held anything that um, could kick that hard. Um, The one thing too that it did was it, it really affected my reflexes. Like I didn't realize how much of a fog I would walk around in and Mm -hmm. When you have to hold a mat for somebody striking or you have to uh, do those things where you put those big paddle things on your hand and, you know, move your arms around and they punch at your arms, you have to not only learn how to strike, but your reflexes, you have to learn how to, like, defend and protect yourself. And that, that was something I didn't expect either. Exactly. You get a lot more than you bargained for, for sure. (laughs) <laughs> and that's Only, where, in like, a good way in a good way <laughs> the, the tank top comes in again when you have to hold your hands over your head for like and it sounds funny because it was like that little timer was only two or three minutes sometimes right. your arms are screaming the little what are they, the muscles underneath your arm the triceps uh-huh you know those will tone up give it two weeks and you'll Absolutely. start seeing a huge difference Absolutely. Linda, are you excited yet? Are you excited to go out and find a I haven't contest? decided yet. <laughs> it sounds like it's very, very strenuous. Um, I don't know. I, I, it might be it might be fun to try, that's for sure. And then you and you know, that's it. If if you let but I think it's also it's not just the class, it's the women in the class, it's the instructor in the class, it's it has you have to sort of jive with everybody in order to want to go back. I mean, I don't like even going to the gym. I go because I I know I have to, but I love my trainer. So uh, we've been training together for like, I don't know, 15 years. So I enjoy going because I know that I'm going to spend an hour with Fred every week or twice a week. So that, you know, so that makes it bearable for me. Anything and you know, then that's what you <clears throat> that's what you need. You you need to look forward to something when you're going. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, you guys, uh, we're going to go to commercial break right now. Uh, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm the host of Powered Up Talk Radio along with Linda Franklin. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the mood improvement that comes with different forms of uh, martial arts because there's punching, there's striking, but yet there's a lot of controlled movements as well and um, some mental discipline that comes into play. So when we come back from the break, we're going to explore some of these things with Master McConnell, so stay tuned. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Get ready to live La Bella Vita. With Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live La Bella Vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. 
This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Prolunet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one's spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and our guest today is Master McConnell, and we are talking about the health benefits of Krav Maga, and those include everything from coordination to increased muscle tone. We've got improved reflexes. We make friends. We improve our mood, and I will tell you, weight loss and your cardiovascular health, just come along for the ride because you will have so much fun punching and kicking and, and yelling, which is what I call it. I think the technical term is vocalizing, but to me, it was- just like yeah i just <laughs> i get all excited when i talk about the class linda i wish we weren't by coastal uh linda is in new york i'm in los angeles so we could take these classes together because they're so much fun um Master McConnell, what are some things that women can do if they live either in rural locations? I know you're originally from Texas, so you know a little bit about rural. I'm from the country. So, you know, there's not always um, availability for Krav Maga training in a studio. Um, Are there places on the Internet? Are there DVDs you can buy? Are there exercises you can do at home? What are some things that we can do if we're not near someone as great as you as teaching the class? Oh, thanks. I'm blushing. <laughs> yeah, I was a shameless suck-up. I just I want to be the A-plus student, the best one you ever You had. are. Sandra's my A-plus <laughs> student. Hey, uh, you know, uh, as far as the fitness part, there are so many things you can do. It always cracks me up to see these infomercials on TV, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you buy all these DVDs for thousands of dollars. I'm like, get a timer, do this, do that, do that, and you're going to get so much just as much out of it. But anyway, everybody's got a timer. What I would do is I would start maybe do a three-minute round and um, every 30-second switch um, exercises. Maybe if you wanted to work your legs one day, do uh, squats and then alternate squats with lunges every 30 seconds and do that for three minutes and do that once and uh, see how you feel the next day and then uh, feel like doing more do two three-minute rounds, and then do a three-minute round of uh, the squats and lunges, alternating 30 seconds, and then for the second round, then change it up and maybe do something for your core. 
So there's tons of tons of info out there on the internet. You can just pull up drills, or you may have in your head something that you've liked to do before. But I think that, well, I know that the timed rounds or timed exercises are probably best because uh, you're fighting to get as many repetitions as you can, and then your le- your rest time is limited. You want to limit your rest between sets. Years ago, Arnold Schwarzenegger said, "Limit rest between sets," and people just thought he was crazy. And there's so much, so much for that because I used to work out in the gym back in the '80s, and I would spend three or four hours. But now I'm married, and I have two two children. And if if uh, I was at the gym for three or four hours, I think that uh, I would probably get my my clothes delivered to me up there, and I'd have to move <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, I think Mandy would ship them right off to you, and I would help you because who has Absolutely. time for three hours in the gym? No kidding. So, you know, you it, you don't need to work out for a long time. What you need to do is, you know, how how much time. body just it doesn't improve as much after that first hour so i would say you could do lots of things at home with a little timer do a little research you know use the three minute round do 30 seconds at a time switch exercises uh there's so many things you can do you got to keep it fun keep it exciting so your body you know is always challenged if you do the same thing every time you're not going to get uh your body's going to get used to it so uh the thing that i would keep the same would be the rest. I would I would limit my rest to like a minute in between. Well, and that's like the you know like I watched you on your iPhone. You had me buy no, it was free. I mean you didn't even have to buy it off of iTunes. Uh, those little Tabata timers. Oh, the Tabata. That's 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 probably the best the best one. You can change those times and everything. The Tabata app is awesome. It is, and it's free, and you put it right. on your iPhone, Linda, and you have no idea how long three minutes are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing squats and, you know, or push-ups and, and those it's, side things that you had us do, the side plank. Oh, my right. God, I thought I was going to die, Linda. You have it's to an eternity. Up. Oh, they're killers. Oh, on your elbow, go to the side, but you will see results. That's the one thing that I liked. I'm not patient. Linda and I talk a lot about on the air about trying to go with the flow and not, you know, interrupting the way of the universe. But um, (laughs) when I work out, I just need to get it done. And those three-minute rounds, you're soaked with sweat and you feel great. That's the the biggest benefit um, that I see is when I would come into the Krav Maga class, a lot of times I was, I'll admit it, crabby, surly. I had just woken up. I was going through a terrible divorce, and I really was not in a prime mood. And uh, by the end, I was pretty much bouncing off the walls. Yeah, mm-hmm. those endorphins. She was, she was absolutely. <laughs> well, but 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 you have to give yourself credit because you you had enough in you to to get up and get out and go there. You know, it almost became Linda that I didn't have a choice, and I know that sounds really funny. But at my worst, you know, when my mom was dying, I'm trying to hold on to my house, terrible divorce, you know, incredible payments, trying to you know build my company. It was really brutal, and my sanity was Tuesdays and Thursdays at nine fifteen, go into that karate studio, and sometimes I will tell you for weeks on end, that was the only time in my schedule that was just for me. And yeah. and Master McConnell will tell you, he sees me running around town between my dad and the kids and the everything I need to do. And that was the one place I could go to get centered. Right. 
I do. I see her all the time, all the time running around here and there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, it, then, it, it sounds, you know, the discipline of doing that, um, you know, it, it does it it does make changes in your life for sure. Absolutely. It does. And it helped me feel less out of control. And I don't know why that happened. And maybe you can shed some light on it, Master McConnell, when everything else is going out of control and you can come to a class and just focus for that one hour. There's like all this mental stuff that happens when you study martial arts. Right. You, you know, that's if you look up the meaning of dojo, it's it's a place where you go and you you train and you can always depend on the dojo being the same, you know, every day. And that's kind of your place of enlightenment, which, uh, you know, that's what that's what you need. You, that's why it's really hard to, you know, grab a, uh, a stair climber or, you know, put a workout bench at home. You have to go to your place. And, you know, that's just part of the tradition that that still goes on to these days. And it's, they're so tr- it's so truthful. It is. Uh, you know, and I even worked out with you when I had a broken wrist. I remember I'd fallen mm-hmm. down my stairs and broke my wrist, and I still went there, even though I could only do like little one handed push ups, and, you know, my arm would throb like hell by the end. Right. It gave me something that I couldn't find anywhere else, and and that was, I guess, some peace of mind. And when you're standing there and you're told to punch, you know, for 30 seconds, and you're, you know, you've got your arms up and you're punching the center of that bag, and you're just punch, 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 punch. It gives your brain a rest. You know, my well, brain's gone 100 miles an hour. But that's right. it. it. It in its own way, it's a meditation. It is, oh. yes. Because you aren't thinking. You are turning your brain off, and you're you're just you're you're paying attention to what you're doing, and and that's it's that's like meditation. It is. It is. You're absolutely yeah, I right. I never and thought of it that way because it's such a full body punch kick yell. Yeah. You know that it's you know a meditation. It is. So that's why you enjoyed it so much because it took you out of you know out of your out of your thought process for a little while. It did, and it gave me relief. It gave me relief in a way that, you know, the treadmill and the yoga classes and the Zumba classes didn't, you know, and I I really highly encourage anyone listening today, if you have a high level of frustration, if you're, you know, going through something difficult like a foreclosure or a divorce or even a death in the family, um, you know, or a terminal illness with a, with a partner or a parent or a child, just I can see why kids throw temper tantrums. You feel so much better <laughs> after. It's like a different person. Absolutely. Linda, what do you do to throw a temper tantrum? <laughs> well, I'm a short fuse, so I just let it out. And that, you know, but I've always been like that. If I'm really, really, really upset or pissed off or whatever, I I yell. And I get it out of my system, and it's like, you know, the radiator that needs to go <laughs> and then I'm okay, and that works for me. Doesn't work for my husband, <laughs> but because you know he he'll he'll just hold it in and hold it in, and I you know, but that's not that's not uh, the way I'm built. And he, you know, and I try. I've gotten calmer as I've gotten older, but but that's my first uh, reaction is uh, when it really is. It feels like I need to explode. I explode. Not, not, not I don't throw things. I don't, I just I my voice gets very high or very loud. <laughs> hey, we all have Stewart. our breaking points, so 
Yeah. What are you, Master McConnell? How are, how, what do you, I mean, I know you study martial arts, but like as a natural person, are you a stewer like me or are you a yeller like Linda? You know, I may be a little bit of both if there's such a thing. <laughs> uh, I do, I do like to yell, but I pretty much stay calm most of the time. I, maybe my breaking point is just, maybe my fuse is a little bit longer than Linda's. <laughs> yeah, See, and I'm well, working on it. I'm the work in progress. That's why it's so fun to have these shows. You know, I get to learn so much and think about things in an entirely different way because, you know, I I was a stewer. I'm the person that holds it all in for like, I don't know, 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, 12 years doesn't stewer. work for me. <laughs> 12 minutes, maybe. 12 minutes, that's funny. It really is. I mean, when you're, when you're, if someone is doing, if you're, you're, we're in the process of redoing our bathroom. So every, uh, in Connecticut, so every week there's a new problem, a new problem, a new problem. And I just want to go back to where we we started this process uh, to this woman uh, in the store and just want, I just want to rip her head off. Roger said, you're not going to get anything by doing that, you know, and he's just nice. And, you know, and I just, you know, I just said she's got to take responsibility for, you know, for for the problems that we've had, you know, otherwise, how is she going to learn? But, but I'm, you know, I'm much better than I than I was before. But in my line of business before, exploding was a good thing. Now it's not. No, it's not. Well, and I'm I'm learning to explode more. So I want to thank you, Master McConnell, for being our guest today. I want to thank you, Linda, for thank being you. such a great guest or go, co-host and letting me yak the whole time. That's, Next week, it can be your show. So <laughs> I have the whole microphone today. Uh, when we come back next week, we're going to have, I think we're going to have Weight Watchers on. So you're not going to want to miss it. And come back next week, same time, same bat channel. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and 